You're listening to. Whoa! And you're listening to the Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. And hey everyone, welcome to the Collabcast, episode 158. What? It is, let's say Saturday. Yes, it is. February the 10th, 2018. Uh, although we're recording it right now on the 9th, in the middle While we of are watching, watching the Olympic the opening Olympic o- Yeah. Um, watching the Parade of Nations right now, and we just saw a very oiled up man walking with From the flag of Tonga. Tonga. What's up, Peter? <laughs> My name is Myra Nguyen. I'm Minji Chang. And we are your hosts for this weekly look at Asian American pop culture. Um, this week is, there's no guest this week, so it's just us. Uh, we're going to just do a quick um, pop culture roundtable. Check in. To um, get you on your way. Uh, it's been a very busy week. If I don't respond, it's because I'm getting emotional over <laughs> the countries. Well, it is time for the Winter Olympics taking place right now at Pyeongchang, South Korea. Pyeongchang. Pyeongchang. Is that your Chang? If it's ch- my Chang, it would be J. It'd be Chang. <laughs> ah. Let me look it up. I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. All I got to say is, you ready to feel the rhythm? Feel the feel rhyme. The rhyme. <laughs> Get on up. It's bobsled time. It's bobsled time. It's, um, cool this is the first runnings. year since the, um, like, for the first year in a long time, Jamaica is fielding a bobsled team. Only this time, it's a women's bobsled. Shut up. Yeah, they just marched in, like, dancing. Can they? Are they going to make a second movie? They need to make a sequel well, with women. Um, I'll be all over that. The um, really terrible announcers that NBC has um, they did have this funny tidbit that their sled is named Mr. Coolbolt, which is a combination <laughs> of um, Cool Runnings and national hero Usain Bolt. Nice. That's <laughs> so cute. I love it. Yeah. This is like the beauty of the Olympics. I've never been like consistently a fan, but I feel like particularly invested. Maybe it's because it's hosted in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been into the Olympics. Yeah, you've Just been like super into it. Watching all like the the obscure sports that like you care too much about during the Olympic times. Like um, And care like nothing curling. about when it doesn't it's not the Olympics. Are you uh, a curling fan? What is curling again? I haven't. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but if it's on, I'll watch it. See, I don't like that. Curling watch it. is this like it's a imagine the broom ball version of shuffleboard. <laughs> Neither of those things mean anything <laughs> to me. <laughs> it sounds like I think we did broom ball. Wasn't that just hockey with brooms? Yeah. Yeah, I played that in college. And shuffleboard and uh, I don't know shuffleboard. I'm not a seventy five year old white person. It's a good team building exercise. I think we should okay. bring our collaboration. I'm not hating. Sometime. I love old people. I am <laughs> one. I'm just saying technically I'm not a seventy five year old white person. Yeah. Um so I just wh- play mahjong. <laughs> wow. I'm not Chinese either. <laughs> I mean, since it since it is Olympics opening ceremony time as we speak, um, I guess that could be your opening topic. It's just yes, Olympics. Um, it started broadcast started last night, um, but with the first day of um, skiing and um, 
men's figure skating for the team competition. And the headlines ever has been about Nathan Chen's terrible, terrible um, run. Why? Because he fell. Oh, And everyone's Nathan. like, Nathan fell. And it's a combination of like people. Um, so there's this, this, there's been this ongoing narrative that Nathan Chen is like the villain skater in oh, this movie. Oh, is he the Darth Vader guy? Yeah, he's the one that um, New York Times reporter alluded to being like Darth Vader on ice because he Shrewd. always wears black. And he um, beat out, he destroyed the competition during nationals and he beat out this very nice white boy named something Jason. First of all, black is classic <laughs> and looks good always, all the time. All black, everything, I say. <laughs> Second of all, it's slimming. We're athletes, okay? He's just trying to show off his physique and look yeah. good. Third of all, your mom's Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's I didn't always, even see the thing, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But It's always interesting to see what kind of narratives. Because like, sports is about like these athletes. who like A lot of these athletes spend years, like decades, for this one moment. Like, And especially the ones on the top level. Mm-hmm. There's only three spaces. There's only three awards given to like... Any event. Yeah. So th- to even be in the running is an accomplishment. Big freaking deal. But like for most people, like I think it's human nature. If you don't win one, two, or three, it's not worth it. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of sad, but it is really. <gasps> oh, Korea's Korea's next. next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When Korea comes up, we'll take a break. Hold on. I can't right now. And we're back. Uh, we just watched a bunch of Korea stuff. Yeah. And they're. No. We watched um, An Old Man. And Ajushi sing a very beautiful rendition of Arirang. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> they do this the every Hadabuji year. is I, um, a grandpa. <laughs> there is. The, like, the NBC commentary has never been good, especially in these opening ceremonies. Like, But it especially seems bad this year for some reason. I, they just need you to know how Korean everything is here. My strategy in life lately is to zone them out i didn't even listen <laughs> um but how do you feel watching um a united korea walk in for the opening ceremony it was really really beautiful and then also like it was juxtaposed with <sighs> just like <laughs> that sounds like the korean experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it is no, it's just, a, I'm like, it's really beautiful and meaningful, but then part of me is like a little skeptical, a little like, I hope this isn't just a PR stunt. I hope this isn't some like manipulative ploy to get something from someone. I mean, North Korea is definitely getting a lot of good press for it, for like, for playing along, for doing it. I, I feel like South Korea wouldn't be South Korea if it didn't. Mm-hmm. Like reach out and try to mm-hmm. do this, and uh, apparently it's the first ever state visit of someone from the North Korean ruling family, the Kim family, in South Korea since the since 50s. the 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 armistice. The so, um, I mean, if something good comes from this, we're like better relations. I mean, that's I would be really a net happy. positive, right? It is a net positive, and it just for me, I hope that it's with like actual sincerity which at this point i'm like i mean it's politics so it's always going to be a little of course a little icky underneath there yeah (laughs) i just wanted to i wanted to blast there's chloe kim right there hey chloe hey um yeah the u.s team is fielding i think what was like 14 12 12 asian american athletes um only encompassing three sports though so it's snowboarding figure skating and speed skating but uh it's pretty awesome to see 
<laughs> this is America. <laughs> yeah, and um, and they're all front runners too in a lot of those sports. Like Chloe Kim is like the best half piper. Um, okay, but did you see her commercial with her dad though? I did. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, her father um, famously um, quit his job to help her train. <sighs> Which is something, don't you? You know, if your dad had quit his job to help you train as an actor. You would be. What's that wrong with you, Dad? Never happened. And honestly, I kind of question if I would have turned the same kind of actor I would have without that. Because honestly, my dad's the main person <laughs> and kind of the only person that was like, "You can't do this." Everybody else is like, "Yeah, Minji, we believe in you. Where's your Oscar? Where's your Emmy?" And my dad's like, "No." It's so funny that like the you need some supporting parent is like the Asian stereotype, even though like there are plenty of Asian parents that are super supportive. Right. And there are plenty of like white parents and other parents who like are the same. Look, in the spirit of the Olympics, the theme <laughs> in Airy Rang, where we're talking about the duality of life, you guys. Let's get philosophical here. You can't have like honestly, sometimes the best art, creativity, athleticism, whatever you want to call it, comes out of somebody there being some resistance of some sort. It's not, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get strong without a little resistance, without some friction. Yeah. That's the Korean in me. I'm just trying to like embrace the turmoil. Well, is President Moon making a speech right now? I don't know if my, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about him. I'm not, I'm like so overwhelmed by American politics that I haven't paid attention to anything in Korea. I think, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure know. either. Ooh, fireworks. Ooh. <laughs> Um, as you can see, we are very focused on this podcast right now. Yes. Um, it was a play-by-play of the opening ceremonies. Um, we did have our fact checker find out for us that um, Nathan Chen's wardrobe is provided by Vera Wang. Yeah. So it's like 110% Asian American. Yes. And who also, <laughs> let's get more meta and more meaningful, she was also an aspiring Olympic figure skater. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Our fact checker says yes. Yes. <laughs> Holy crap. That's, wow. That's an epic fireworks show fireworks are i feel like this is um i want to see more fan dancing was there yeah. any fan dancing i want to see no fan they dancing. did the korean drums, is it drums? they did um they i did too the, was a fan dancer were you a fan dancer? oh i were i was i never did any traditional chinese dance i did some wushu back in the day you did wushu yeah i have photos or it didn't happen a couple years i want to see i participated in a parade how cute are they? Is that North and South? Who is that? Who I don't is? know. Let's, we're taking another break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Sorry, we keep getting distracted. We're very focused this we're, episode. We're doing this for the benefit of our audience. We're trying to remove ourselves <laughs> when we cannot be here with you. Um, what, were we, what were we talking about? We were talking about Chloe Kim's dad commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that sometimes there's there's great value in the parent that comes around and supports you. And there's also a lot of, I'm saying, like, you can make the most of, like, a parent who doesn't believe. Prove them wrong. <laughs> Prove them wrong. I feel like. Do you have an arch nemesis parent? Not really. Not, like, in a hateful way. But you know what I mean. Like, fundamentally on different pages. <laughs> my, my parents are still trying to figure out what, what exactly I do. Yeah. You know? And um, constantly asking about money stuff. So, you know, there's still that. I mean, that's the core of every parent's worry about their child is, you know, whether or not you'll be able to feed yourself. Of course. Whether you're going to be on the streets. And, I mean, if I was 
a pro athlete. It'd be pretty cool to have my dad on my side as like a business manager. He, my dad's really good at business. So yeah, you've mentioned that. Be able to get the, the, the sweet, sweet sponsorships. My dad has from, acknowledged uh, that he is not so much the business manager as I am, which is like, <laughs> wow, so much growth. You're like acknowledging my strengths. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I mean, what is so, we haven't had a Winter Olympics since we started this podcast, right? I think it was just the uh, Summer Olympics last time we talked about, um, I forgot what we, what we talked about. We can go back and check it out. But um, what's your history with the Winter Olympics? Cool runnings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Like I, I watch. I've, I've cheered for Kimuna, mm-hmm. and like that's about it. I don't. It's it's. I just remember Kimuna, and not with as much affection as Christy Yamaguchi when I was little. Uh huh. She was like the Asian American girl that I loved, and honestly, her more than like Michelle Kwan. It's weird. Figure skating's had quite an impact on me in terms of like winter sports, yeah. but no, now it's all about Chloe Kim. I think she's the bee's knee. <laughs> I mean, at the beginning, I think I was the same way. My first um, experience with the Winter Olympics was rooting for Chrissy Yamaguchi during the, um, I think it was 98? Yeah. Or 92? We were, we were young. In- I think it was the Little Hammer Olympics. See, I don't know any of those things. Um, it was the one before Nagano. Nagano was 98. I remember that. It was her and then Michelle Kwan took over as the face of Asian American figure skating. Um, and you know, and then after her, the, the next big thing was the Kimuna year. But that was also the same year that Mirai Nagasu first made the Olympics at the age of 14 and got fourth. People don't remember that. I don't that. remember these stats, man. I think it's the same way that I remember like who dated who. Everyone's <laughs> like, well, when did that happen? Well, when they were married and they had that kid. And then, then, then. And they named them that because it was named after them. I don't know. I remember the most random <laughs> crap. I don't remember stats from the Olympics. I mean, when it comes to the Olympics, it's like, um, how do you choose who to root for, right? And it's always, for me, been, number one, if they're Asian, <laughs> um, especially Asian American, Asian Canadian, and then if they're Asian, and then and then you get caught up in the stories, right? The different sto- human interest stories of the different athletes. Again, like all these athletes train their entire lives to really um, compete at this high level, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the funny thing is, I don't think I ever consciously sought out. Now that I'm like thinking back on it, I don't think I was ever consciously seeking out the Asian. I think it was just like, oh, that's a girl that could be me, or I could be <laughs> like, or you know. Yeah, Whatever I was always familiar. like that. Even when like, um, there's this like homerism. Like you know how like you use like anything that's oh let's watch this. Sorry, be right back. Yeah, there's this like sense of being on the home team, right? And the home team for me. For some reason, has been like the Asian American. Like when we were younger, and Dat Nguyen was playing for the um, Dallas Cowboys, he was mm-hmm. like the only Asian person in the NFL, and like everyone was like, "Yeah, move for that guy," right? Or when, um, like during the Summer Olympics, when Nathan Adrian, like whenever, like he's like the oh, half Chinese dude who's like super jacked, but like when he's when he's on, like I root for him over like what's his face, the other guy, the the really really good one that smokes weed. Does he? Uh, who's the Who's the really good swimmer guy? See, I know who you're talking about because his face and his yeah, he looks he's like, in my brain, but I don't know his name. This is how sports fandom was explained to me in grad school, which is uh, when you're watching college sports, your number one it's it's tiered. Number one is your alma mater, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, yes, yes, that guy, yeah, that dude, that dude. Um, number one is your alma mater. So whatever wherever you went for undergrad trumps all. 
Number two is your so grad school. I hate school. using that word now, but anyway, continue. <laughs> and number three is hometown. Mm-hmm. So um, my alma mater, UCSD, didn't have any Division One sports back then. So mm-hmm. I don't really root for them. So I root for Tri- Maryland and Tri- any Titans? LA stars. Tritons? Tritons, okay. yeah. We could have been the Koalas, but <laughs> they decided on Tritons. Okay. Because there's like a shit ton of eucalyptus trees in UCSD. Yeah, but you have no koalas, so why? Eucalyptus, they eat. You're San Diego and you're not Australian. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, for sports-wise, I usually, I root for the Terps, Maryland Terps, or I root for the LA team. So, in my case, usually it's the Trojans, because I grew up around a lot of yeah. Trojan fans. I, I'm being a hater because I love a lot of our... USC friends and our USC brethren slash fam, but no, <laughs> we'll never cheer for the Trojans. You're a cow bear. Yep. Go Bears. Go Bears. Um, Wait, are you a Lakers or Clippers person? Lakers. Uh, Root for the Lakers. Again, never shall. The Kings. No. No um, Dodgers. No. No Dodgers. Go no. Dodgers. You're in LA now. I don't care. I'm a transplant. I appreciate LA. I defend LA from time to time. That's enough. <laughs> it's funny. My younger brother is actually a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. Um, and that came about because of video games. Um, because when we were growing up and in getting into football, like in high school, because we played for, we were both in the marching band, so we went to a lot of football games. And that's how we learned the sport. And as we were getting into it, there was no LA team because the Raiders went up to Oakland and the Rams were in St. Louis at the time. Um, and so when we're, when we were picking teams on Madden, um, the team that my brother always picked were the Eagles because that was our high school mascot. And so that's how he got used to the players and started watching the games. And um, he was very, very excited that the Eagles won. Um, so that's why, because it was high school mascot. I was glad because the Patriots didn't win. Because everyone hates it. I see again, don't participate <laughs> in that. Don't understand, but. I'm happy for those who are happy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just tuned in for Justin Timberlake, which could be my roundtable topic. Yeah. Um, I guess we can move on to that. Um, or across the table topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've shared some thoughts about the halftime show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were much more um, and, and jazzed, about, jazzed it. about it than um, some other people. Uh, personally, I thought it was a good performance, but I can see, like, because I was following the news as it was coming up, yeah, I can see where, like, you know, I, I didn't hate it per se, but I can see areas where it might have been a little iffy or icky. Um, yeah, well, th- that's the thing. I really went into this uh, this whole Super Bowl thing very cold. I had no. <laughs> prior knowledge of any of the teams i didn't care i didn't know where it was well Minji doesn't really follow the sports ball until no, like sf is in the finals and all of a sudden it's the most important thing in the world yeah and then i have to wear orange and black or red and you know <laughs> but um not for the trojans for san francisco but i really i don't know it's just because also i'm also a justin fan i didn't care about any of the controversy also, I mean, I care now that I've learned about it, but still don't really take back. Like, I enjoy the performance, but also um, I watched it on a phone. So, I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, yay! Um, I mean, I think, I mean, the, the main things, the main two things I think that people had held against it were, number one, the usage of Prince for the tribute, yeah, which like um, the family... Pretty- I guess did end up agreeing to, but that was a big long like um, fight because Prince famously was very anti pop music. Mm. Um, he was very like he didn't want to just perform with anybody. Ooh, Kimina. 
Hey everyone, it's Marvin. Just wanted to quickly remind everyone that the Collabcast is a part of Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the API community in North America and beyond. Um, a quick update for us on um, Collaboration is returning to South by Southwest this March in Austin, Texas. Um, we'll be hosting our second All Asian American Music Showcase. So for those of you who are going to be in town for the South by Southwest Music Festival, um, please keep an eye on the Collabcast and Collaboration, um, including our social medias, for more information on the lineup and the venue. Finally, the Collabcast is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasts featuring unique voices from the Asian American community. Uh, If you like listening to the Collabcast, um, consider checking out one of our other great programs, including Fresh Creatives. Uh, Fresh Creatives is a collaborative story-building podcast uh, hosted by myself, where we create new stories based on ideas from our audience. You can find Fresh Creatives and the other podcasts of the Potluck Collective by going to the website www.podcastpotluck.com. Thanks again for listening to the Collabcast, and now back to the show. Sorry, I had to take a break for uh, the Kim Yuna um, Lighting the Cauldron section, which turned out to be like, I don't know. It's super extra. Super extra. Like she lit the cauldron and then the cauldron spat out this tongue of flame to light the actual cauldron felt like it was like a anyway anyways um, uh, what were we talking apologies about apologies for this this abrev- this uh staccato all right so full disclosure we had a hard time finding time to record this week um locking down just um we've been super busy with uh planning for our upcoming events at south by southwest that's right we're going back to south by southwest this Woo-hoo-hoo. year doing um producing the second annual let's say now yeah let's say <laughs> um, asian american music showcase and we're very excited to be bringing asian american talent to south by southwest for the second year in a row um and we're doing like another meetup there too for the asian american um attendees at south by to gather and to share and to you know collaborate with each other um so yeah we're super excited to be coming back um but that means we've been on calls and meetings Meetings. all week so the only time we have found to record this is during the olympic sorry guys it's not the most opportune time which you really also want to watch but we hope you've been enjoying our live commentary of the uh, olympic openings games it's 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 a big deal because it's in asia it's really um it's in my motherland minji's motherland and it's um it's I don't know. I, I I always enjoy watching the opening ceremony, like the, the parade of um, the parade of athletes, uh, countries, and um, just seeing like peace and harmony. People one like one of the few times, and you, you see the world come together. Well, you know? it's especially important right now. And then we've had a pretty clunky, crappy, <laughs> tense, yeah, you know, just stressful time. So I think it's really important, and that's why. I, believe you know it's what i really appreciate for sports even though i don't follow it regularly (laughs) but i think that you know there's something about like kind of having pride for where you come from and recognizing the the many different places you can associate with yeah you know and and cheer for um and the new athletes and heroes that like emerge out of it the underdogs and like the unexpected heroes it's really great yeah i can't wait so it's always interesting because because the winter olympics is so long it's like two and a half weeks like the sports you follow later on is totally like the first half is all about figure skating. That's like the main thing. I mean, that's the main thing. Figure skating and skiing. And later on, it's like the long range skiing and speed skating becomes the big thing. Well, speed I mean, skating and bobsleds. 
that's where I go just again my brain because and that's the influence of films tangent that's why I really want to watch I Tanya because it's like an iconic American figure skating yeah. story that happened when I was a kid and that now was, it's turned into this like phenomenal film I mean it's huge news um, fun fact that year that um, uh, Nancy Kerrigan was injured was the first year that Michelle Kwan actually qualified for the Olympics but they gave her a spot to Nancy Kerrigan how do you remember these things? Because she was Asian. See, this okay. is the thing. That's the thing, right? Like, if they're a- if you're Asian, I will follow you. <laughs> like, okay. that's how I. Yes. Know- that's how I followed Mirai Nagasu that first year. Like, an Asian American competing in this year where no one cared about American skaters. It was all about Kim Yuna and Malasada that year. See, you're a very right? reliable source. This is why Marvin is the best trivia night <laughs> teammate, and um, I'm completely useless. I mean, if if they ever talked about '90s boy bands or yeah, R&B, I could I'd be totally lost. No, I that's can where, contribute. That's where you come in. Yes, you fill the gaps. And you know? and and Nick and Jessica back when they were <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Anyway, they were a terrible we, couple. We were talking about we were talking Justin about Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Um, I mean, everything we have to say has been covered like by a billion tweets and think pieces and things like that. So. Um, Needless to say, like, I mean, the internet is so interested in taking, in taking sides. Like, it's either good or it's bad. But sometimes it can be a little bit of both. And this is, you know, it was a decent performance, in my opinion. There were some things that, you know, the whole Prince thing was a little icky. The thing that um, I kind of, I also followed was the whole, this is Justin Timberlake's first Super Bowl halftime show since the Janet Jackson, Janet Jackson year. Which I didn't like, I will, t- I will like take responsibility <laughs> for like how much I had removed myself from that controversy. Yeah. So it didn't cross my mind. Like full disclosure, I feel very irresponsible and like a bad <laughs> feminist for doing that. I was just really like, I come out of a coma just to watch Justin <laughs> and then I went right back into it. But um, I just kind of enjoyed the music and I, I'd really forgotten about that. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting thing because, um, you know, whether or not he, she they reached out to her and she agreed or didn't agree, like the fact that... Um, Seeing what happened since that, like I think it was like twenty years ago that the hap that um that fourteen, 14 years fourteen years ago yeah and um since then like be- the industry kind of crucified her for it and she hasn't right. really had a career since then because the we have a problem <laughs> with female sexuality God forbid someone has a boob or a nipple exposed for yeah. goodness sake it was what was it called Nipplegate oh don't get me started now it's all coming back this yeah. is why I suppressed it because it's so stupid and infuriating I mean the thing is there was the, the, I think that the, the main thing with Justin's show was it was it was fine like just as just, just great showman he's you know he's he's not the most like showy showy he's very showy but he's not the most like you know best singer or, or best singer that's why her his best work i still think is the, the album he did with timbaland yeah it's still his that's best why I, that was one of the main <laughs> points in my facebook post is like i miss timbaland yeah but um, he has like a string of hits and it's kind of just like this moment to step back I'm like damn he has a lot of really great songs that we all know the words to and that kind of mark different parts <laughs> of our adolescence slash adulthood yeah. but there were there were like there were a couple missed opportunities let's say that he probably could have done to make the make not only the, sh- the show better but more meaningful that either he didn't think about or his producers didn't think about and that's a shame but um, i'm ready to like move on yeah, yeah but we gotta talk about it but like i it's i enjoyed it i think really because of the nostalgia with the hits yeah but like to me still like beyonce michael jackson 
Bruno kind of reigns supreme. Yeah. Even the Lady Gaga one was pretty, like, pretty out there. Epic. And, like, the Katy Perry one. Katy Perry has her own set of problems. She's But she brought us Left Shark, and she brought us a giant lion. Well, I do love Roar. See? Um, Although, did you... Subjective. Fun fact, they found out recently, Left Shark is Asian. Hey. Oh, yeah, I did know that. I don't know how I knew that, but I found that out as well. Um, Shout out to Left Shark. Yeah. And on that note, I guess, um, Minji, you guys have an event to go to. We got to go see Run River North. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to drop by too, maybe. Yeah, do it. Um, and then just, I'm going to watch a shit ton of Olympics this weekend because my girlfriend's on a cruise with um, her <laughs> friends and I have nothing to do. So I'm going to watch some figure skating and watch some skiing. And I think um, you should record yourself and do the play by play, like live commentary thing just for funsies and see what you want to like. I need to bring Riri Yu. Our friend Riri Yu is huge fan of figure skating she knows way more than i do i highly recommend it <laughs> um just for kicks you can share that with your children one day yeah um but this is one mo- oh, <laughs> um but on that note we're gonna cut this um clock cast a little short um again no guest this week but if you do have something you want to say um about you know olympics or just timberlake um, please email us. Give us some feedback at podcast at collaboration.org. Um, don't forget to subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Leave a nice rating review on iTunes if you have the chance. And thanks to Dan, a.k.a. Dan, who used the song Crazy Rich Asians for this month's intro and outro. Dan. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll be getting him on sometime this month to talk about his new album. And... Yeah. Um, Take care, guys. Happy Olympicking. We'll see you later. Is that a verb? Yes. Bye. Bye. Let me go down in a glory. What doesn't kill you, it gives you a story. What doesn't kill you, it buys if you friends for the night. You can deal with it all in the morning. It's a movie, love, no custom.